Welcome everybody. It is Tuesday, January 25th. I'm Andrew Dewhurst. This is the DFS Alarm NHL DFS podcast. As always, we're going to get started today looking at the implied goal totals. We got eight games tonight. Uh, top five teams tonight. We have the Pittsburgh Penguins. They're a 4.2 going up against Arizona. We've got Florida at 3.7 facing Winnipeg. We've got Carolina at 3.9 going up against Vegas. We've got Ottawa 3.8 against Buffalo. Um, actually, excuse me. Uh, Carolina, Ottawa, and Edmonton are all 3.5s, uh, but Edmonton is facing the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, let's get started with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, they continue to be on a roll. Uh, we know what, that Arizona isn't great. We know that they have nights where they give up a lot of goals. I mean, they were up 3-1 to one against the Rangers the other night and lost 7-3. to three. Uh, and that's just the harsh reality of the Arizona Coyotes. They, they don't have depth. They're not really good. They've played well recently prior to that game. But if you're looking at the Pittsburgh Penguins today, and you should probably give them a look, I don't think we have any surprises here. You're looking at Crosby. You're looking at Gensel. You're looking at Rust. You're looking at Malkin. You're going to look at uh, Jeff Carter. You're going to look at Evan Rodriguez. On defense, uh, I think you look at Chris Letang, and that's probably about it. Um, so, I mean, Pittsburgh is based on implied goal totals expected to score half a goal more than, than Florida, who's the second highest team. Uh, Florida's 3.7. They've got Winnipeg. We know about Florida. Uh, Florida has literally, I think, been in the top five in implied goal totals for every podcast I've done like this, as long as they've been on the slate. Uh, so, I mean... They are in Winnipeg, which means you're probably going to want to look at the second line, which is Bennett, Duclair, and Huberdeau. Uh, But as always, we do continue to see production from uh, Alexander Barkov. Uh, Winnipeg's not a defensive stalwart by any means. They're not going to be using... uh, They'll mix and match their lines, but no one's... I don't think anyone's going to really be slowing down Florida... Uh, with the exception of perhaps Connor Hellebuck, he is a goalie who is capable of stealing a game. But th- that's, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, Carolina, they're, uh, as noted, they're a 3.5. They've got Vegas tonight. Carolina's at home. Vegas played last night against the Rangers and went to overtime uh, or a shootout, I believe. So this is a good spot for Carolina. We also know about how Carolina can score Uh for me, typically everything starts with Sebastian Ajo. Uh, you always want to take a look at who's playing on his line because uh, it's typically Tevo Teravainen, but the other winger is always subject to change. So keep an eye on that. Um, Vincent Trocek's playable. And Andrei Sveshnikov at an incredible deal today on, on DraftKings, at least, where he's only 4,600. Uh, Sveshnikov has four straight two-point games. Uh, and Sveshnikov is also a player that will shoot five, six times in a game too. So um, this is uh, this is the lowest price I can remember seeing him at. Typically, he's in the six thousand range. Uh, we got Ottawa going up against Buffalo. Um, we'll touch on some of Ottawa's players later, but we have seen production largely out of the second line with Tim Stutzla. Um, we're seeing production from Drake Batherson. We're seeing production from Alex Formanton. Uh, really the spot where we're missing production has been Brady Kachuk. So I would 
maybe not look to pay up for him tonight uh, and just keep keep an eye on him, see see what happens. Kachuk's going to score. He, he should be in a full year, uh, probably a 25 to 30 goal scorer with his shot volume. Uh, but with the way he's priced, you can need more than just shots to, to get to value. Uh, and then lastly, we have the Edmonton Oilers. We uh, Vancouver has uh, likely starting uh, Michael DiPietro again tonight uh, with, uh, you know, Thatcher Demko on the COVID list. Uh, Spencer Martin's on the COVID list. I'm not sure what happened to Yaroslav Halak, but he hasn't been playing uh, probably on the COVID list or injured. Uh, so DiPietro is thought to be the goalie of the future or at least the next goalie of the future for, for Vancouver. Uh, but Edmonton seems like they might have gotten things going against Calgary. So, uh, I mean, as far as Edmonton goes, I mean, it, I suppose you could stack uh, McDavid and Dreisaitl. Uh Nurse has got the top power play right now. Evan Bouchard's always a wild card. I mean, he scored two goals in his last game. Uh, but he can be really feast or famine. So uh, if you're looking at the Edmonton on the side, that's how I'd play it. Uh, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to get too into the edges of this, of that team right now with, with all their recent struggles. So uh, we'll keep things moving here. Uh, so team scoring the least goals right now. Uh, so this should help us a little bit with goalies. So we've got the Philadelphia Flyers, uh, 1.86. They're at the Islanders. Uh, I don't think we know yet if it is Simeon Varlamov or if it is Ilya Sorokin. Either way, it's going to be fine. Uh, the Islanders should get the win. They're at home. Philly has really stunk recently. Uh, the best news for the for the Flyers is that Keith Yandel's, uh fingers crossed, is going to break the Ironman streak tonight. Uh, so that's kind of something to be happy about, but it's not a game that the Flyers likely win. Uh, second team here is Vancouver Canucks. They're only scoring two goals a game over the last two weeks. They've got Edmonton. Uh, Edmonton's goalies are terrible. So if you're going to play whomever's getting the start, Stuart Skinner or, uh, um, the, the other, the other goalie whose name escapes me at the moment, uh, Koskinen, it, do it in a GPP. I, I would not feel comfortable enough to to play either of those guys in cash games. So that's just something to be aware of. Uh, Seattle is set uh, two goals per game as well. They've got Nashville. Uh, this is likely a UC Saros start, which makes this one pretty safe. Um, I'd be totally okay with, with using Nashville. Uh, Winnipeg's at 2.4. Uh, if it is Bobrovsky tonight, I would certainly have no issues playing Bobrovsky. Uh, a little more concerned if it's Spencer Knight. Winnipeg does have the firepower. They've got lots of scoring depth. They should be scoring more goals than this. At some point in time, they will be scoring more goals than this. Um, so be I would kind of keep that in mind with Florida. Uh, Bobrovsky's been fantastic, though. I mean, he'll stop 40 shots. It's And Florida will let him face that many shots. So for DFS, he's largely been gold. But uh, I would probably be a little bit hesitant in a cash game using him. Uh, and then we have Arizona, who's at 2.43. They're facing Pittsburgh. Uh, Jar- if it's Jari, I think you are you can certainly start Jari in cash games if, there's a, if you're chasing the win. I'd avoid him in GPPs. Arizona doesn't always shoot enough to, to get to value. So 
uh, you don't want to be paying, you know, 84, 8,500 for your goalie and not getting returns. As for the teams that are giving up the most goals, uh, we've got Edmonton here again. Uh, hence why my concern over, over their goalie usage, they're giving up five goals per game. Keep in mind, Edmonton's only played three games in the last two weeks. Uh, so that number can be a little bit inflated because of sample size, but at the same time, they've only played three games in the last two weeks. So they're more apt to be a little bit rusty as well. Um, we know that JT Miller's not playing for Vancouver, or at least we suspect that, uh, so he'll have to, he has to test positive before he can get back in the lineup. So uh, I wouldn't be afraid to look at maybe an uh, Elias Patterson or Brock Besser for Vancouver. Uh, Quinn Hughes, I guess, would also be in play uh, with Edmonton giving up giving up a lot of goals. Uh, Dallas is still here for the second straight week. They're still at 3.71. That's the same number they're at on Thursday, which speaks a little bit to Dallas's troubles recently. Uh, the good news for them is that they're at New Jersey. New Jersey hasn't been great this year. They're a sub-500 team. Uh, but that said, uh, Jack Hughes has been producing, uh, so I would take a look at New Jersey a little bit. Uh, we've been trying to stay on Damon Severson. Um, so we'll don't completely discount New Jersey, uh, Jasper Bratt, you know, Pavel Zaka, just, just take a, a look at the team before you get too far in, uh, Carolina, uh, giving up 3.6 goals. They got Vegas. Uh, Carolina is a team I don't typically expect to be in here, much like Dallas. Typically, they're not giving up a lot of goals, but that hasn't been the case recently. They, they've, they've struggled. Uh, we do know that both of their goalies, Frederick Anderson and uh, Auntie Ranta, uh, Anderson especially has gone through periods in his career where he, he struggles and he gives up goals. So keep that in mind. Uh, the game is in Carolina, so that would typically put you on to uh, Vegas's second line. Uh, just keep an eye out to see exactly what those line combinations look like for Vegas. Uh, New Jersey, they're at 3.5, so Dallas, Tyler Sagan's been been hot. We're still seeing lots of production from Joe Pavelski. Uh, Jason Robertson seems to always be getting points, as does Rupe Hints, so uh, you got some options to look at with Dallas. And then the last team here, Philadelphia Flyers. They've got the New York Islanders, as I noted previously. Uh, Flyers are at 2.43. So, I mean, I think when you're looking at the Islanders, typically it's, you know, Matthew Barzell. You're looking at Anders Lee. Um, I'm always a big fan of Oliver Wallstrom because he's not afraid to shoot the puck. And then Noah Dobson on defense uh, is a player that will get you shots. He He's got the top power play, and he'll block shots for you as well. Getting into the value plays for today, uh, starting at center, we got Tyler Sagan, uh, which I noted previously. He's forty six hundred on DraftKings, five thousand on FanDuel, seventeen dollars on Yahoo. He's got points in three of his last four games, including a couple uh, where he's had five shots. I believe he had a one five shot game and one nine shot game. Uh, so, I mean. He looks to be a fallen star who's back on the rise. Yes, that pun is intended. Um, so uh, I'd be interested in Sagan at 4600 If he keeps this up, his price is likely to be on the rise. But right now, take it while you can. It's a good matchup against the Devils. Uh, on the wing, we're looking at Alex Formanton of Ottawa. 
He's just at 3,400 on DraftKings, 4,900 on FanDuel, 17 again on Yahoo. He's got points in five of his last six games. He seems to have cemented his role in Ottawa's second line. He's getting about 13 to 16 minutes a night. Uh, as long as the production's there, uh, he is going to be productive. I mean, as a player, whenever I've seen him play, he's been kind of like a wrecking ball out in the ice. He's not afraid to go into the dirty areas, uh, which is going to help him. You know, he's going to get a lot of pucks out, uh, probably get those back out in front of the net. And he's going to be a reason why, you know, that line can be successful for Ottawa. So uh, Ottawa's got a high implied goal total. So don't be afraid to use somebody like Alex Formington tonight. Save the money. On defense, uh, we're going to, I got two for this one. So on DraftKings, we're looking at Braden McNabb. Uh, Block shots is his game. McNabb's his name. Occasionally getting points is also something he does. So again, on DraftKings, he's worth, He's worth 3000 just in block shots. He's gotten to the block shot bonus, uh, I think, three of his last five games. Carolina's going to shoot, so I expect him to get uh, to have the opportunity to block shots. The other one is Neil Pionk. So while I appreciate that Pionk only has, I think, one point in his last 11, he's still on the top power play. Uh, he is willing to shoot the puck. He's only 4500 on FanDuel. He's another $17 play on Yahoo. Um, we do know that Florida will give up goals. I mean, at, we've kind of seen it time and time again. They'll go through periods. Uh, sometimes they get up big and they just kind of relax and they'll start to give up goals. So don't be afraid to look at somebody like Neil Pion. Throw away the, you know, the immediate track record. Uh, and buy the situation for this one if you're looking for a player at a discount. Lastly, uh, from the goalie's perspective, uh, we're going to go to Jake Ottinger. He's been a popular pick of mine recently. Uh, he had the two bad starts consecutively, but he bounced back nicely against the Flyers. This is definitely a winnable game for the Stars uh, going up against the Devils in New Jersey. Uh, and you're getting Ottinger, I think it's 7400 on both sides. So uh, that's a nice price uh, for for a game that you should be expecting Dallas to win. Uh, and then the other goalie note here I'm going to make is, uh, in all cases, don't be afraid to look at somebody like a Corral, Carl Vamelka. Uh, he's been a huge wild card. You're getting him at like 6900 on both sides. Uh, Pittsburgh's going to probably put a ton of shots on him tonight. He's had a collection of 40 save nights so far this season. Um, and when he's at that price, it doesn't matter if he gives up two goals and the two or three goals and the Coyotes don't get the win. He's getting so much volume at him that he's hitting, you're getting the bonuses. And um, at his price, it's almost, it's almost unmatched. So uh, in GPP games, don't be afraid to use him. Uh, I don't know if I'd go to him every night. Uh, or use him in every lineup, but uh, he, he has had success. And, and again, at 6,900, that value is really tough to match if he's going to see 35, if he's going to make 35, 40, 45 saves. So that's it for me today. Uh, best of luck with your contest tonight. As always, you can find us at dfsalarm.com. Uh, check out the playbook. You get plenty more. Uh, probably, I, Typically, 25 to 30 players. You're getting 
uh, three, four stacks. Uh, you got the core plays as well. And then as always, uh, you can find and ask questions in the Discord. So have a great day, everybody. And we'll catch you on Thursday.